Good morning, Coach. Um, morning. Just uh, Dwan Smoot, uh, this past game and really over the course of the season, what has sort of made him so impactful, not only as a pass rusher, but just as a a, a guy on the defensive line that that you guys can rely on? His, I, I think his versatility really speaks for itself. He's a guy that can play inside, can play outside. He can drop into coverage. He can rush the quarterback. He does so many things for us that, you know, we just have to get on, get him on the field and let him go. And just how important is it to get him more snaps? I mean, just because, you know, the last couple of games, it seems like he's really been able to turn it on. Um, he's been your most impactful pass rusher, um, at least th this past game. Yeah, it's definitely important to get him on the field. There are certain situations where we want to try to get him more reps. And, you know, once he's out there, he's performing well and he's doing a great job. And he's really motivating other guys to do the same thing. So, you know, we're really excited about it. Thank you. All right, we'll go to Jamal, then we'll go to John Shipley. Hey, Coach. Uh, can you talk about the decision to play Trey Herndon and Buster Brown last week? And what did you think about what the rookie was able to do? I thought it was uh... – just options. We were really just wanting to get Buster some reps. It had been a while since he had played. He'd been doing a good job at practice. We just wanted to see how he would fare. And he went out there and he uh, did a good job. Trey did a, you know, Trey made a big play on one of the third downs. So they both did a good job of coming in there and really playing the other side away from Tyson and away from D. Will. So just, uh, just another option for the defense to be able to throw another guy out there. Do you plan to keep alternating the two of them the rest of the way? Well, right now we're just trying to see and just allow those guys to continue to grow, especially uh, Buster, to allow him to grow. And then Trey, we know how he plays and what he does for us. So just options to be able to play different opponents. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, we'll go to John Shipley and then Gary. Hey, Coach. Hope you're doing well. Just, you know, overall, how would you describe, you know, preparing to face a guy like Patrick Mahomes who you never really know what he's going to do on a play-to-play -play basis? It, it, it's tough. You really don't. He's uh he's one of those ones that nothing really is by the book. Everything's uh on his time schedule, and he does a great job of facilitating his offense and buying time for them when uh pressure is brought and also against zone. So it's really tough, but we just got to go out there and play our game and try to disrupt him as much as we can. I mean, have you seen how they attack how they attack defenses change that much without Tyreek Hill? It, it really hasn't. The thing the thing you see is because you don't have the one name, you have a bunch of names that are really really performing well together, and he's spreading the ball around, and you know it's it makes it that much more difficult on the defense when you really have to focus on everybody that's out there on the field. Thanks, coach. All right, Gary. Hey, Mike. What's up? Mike, uh, when you've uh, when a coordinator has played and coached with a another head coach he's going up against, as you have with Andy, do you have any insight into how Andy thinks when it comes to play calling? Or does that give you any kind of more of an insight? Well, the thing going back when, when I was a player playing for him and Watching the offense, then a different uh, quarterback. We had a uh, we had Doug, then we had Donovan. So you kind of remember some of the things that they did, but it's been so long and the game has changed so much. You just know that he's going to have his guys prepared, and 
he's going to put his offense in position to uh, make plays, and you just have to go out there and ready to defend it. Defend also, it also, who was the best tight end you ever went against? The best tight end I ever went against. Um, and you got you hurt my memory right here. Um, <laughs> that's going back. I'm saying the first tight end I remember going against was Eric Green, uh, mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, and I covered him on a stop route and they threw the ball to him and I was trying, I had him covered. I'll try to reach around him, but he was so big. I couldn't get around him. <laughs> and, and, you know, your experience in, in the NFL for a long time, you know, where do you rate Travis Kelsey as among the best tight ends that you've ever seen, so to speak. And can you relate that to a rookie like Devin and what he's in store for and trying to cover him? Well, really, when you, when you look at it, I really don't, talk about like rankings but he is a guy that he's kind of changed the position um when you have a guy that that's talented and making that many plays for you from the tight end position is special you know you go back you talk about tony gonzalez and people like that that did it he's doing it but he's a guy that he's almost like a receiver like similar to the one we faced last week the guy that you have to pay attention to that the offense runs through him and it's, it's tough. But then going back and talking about Devin, we're not going to put Devin on him by himself. We'll have multiple guys being able to cover him. So it's going to be a team effort. Uh, it won't be just one guy going out there trying to stop one person. It'll be a team effort, and we'll have multiple guys we'll try to throw at him to, to try to slow him down. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I will right, we'll go to Demetrius, and then we'll go to Jamal. Hey, Mike, just just to follow up on that about Kelsey, um, not to give away your game plan or anything of that nature, but just, you know, is, is it far fetched to put maybe a corner on him just as as the, the, the type of player he is, like you said, more of a receiver, tight end, you know, blocker, all that kind of stuff, you know, is it far fetched to put a cornerback or someone bigger on him uh, as opposed to just a linebacker? Uh, in certain situations, you could do that. Uh, we have bigger corners and we have safety that can cover that's one matchup but again we talked about earlier that this offense is not just one person this offense has a bunch of weapons so those weapons will you know need to be handled also so we have different options to be able to use to try to cover Kelsey and we'll, we'll, we'll do that and just real quick if I could go back to the Raiders game um, the coverage you guys did on Devontae Adams was it a simple switch maybe uh, from man to zone or, or or something like that, just what you guys were able to do from the first half to the to, to the second half to defend him? It, it, it really wasn't. It was really just execution. Mm -hmm. um, you saw in the first half, uh, Tyson was in great shape on the, the go ball down the, the sideline, and the Devontae made a, he made a play. And then in the second half, you see we're in great shape and we knocked the ball away. So it's just different uh, different techniques, better execution. And then the, the one deep pass, uh, we were better with our eyes as the game went on. The eyes kind of messed us up on one play. So, you know, we we just executed better, and that was the result. Thank you. All right, we'll finish up with Jamal. Hey, Coach, what have you learned about defending mobile quarterbacks already this season, Pat Mahomes, and even if you want to look ahead a little bit, Lamar Jackson, you've got two pretty dangerous guys with their legs in a row now. Um, you know, Daniel Jones kind of slice and dice the guys a couple of weeks ago. What have you learned about how this defense can kind of slow down some of those those running quarterbacks? The, the thing about running quarterbacks, you have to account for them. And 
especially in the pass game. You get back there, if it's a zone read, you can scheme up to have someone accountable for the zone read. But when you typically when you're in coverage, they have five offensive linemen, you have four guys rushing. And that's to their advantage. There are six gaps up there and a mobile quarterback can get out. But we just have to have a plan and execute the plan as far as containing him, trying to keep him in his pocket as much as possible. And then from there, just be aggressive. Don't be shy and play uh, play tentative. You know, go after him, but go after him with the game plan and through your rush lanes. And do you think now that you're a couple of weeks more into the season that, I mean, some of the guys like Devin Lloyd, Trayvon Walker, who are younger, are able to play a little bit more aggressive because the game's slowing down for them. I know Devin Lloyd talked about it after the Eagles game where he even said he was a little bit hesitant at times. Um, for those guys that now they're a little bit seasoned almost in, into the NFL, do you think maybe they can play a little bit more aggressively in those situations? Well, that, that's the thing uh, with young guys. Uh, as After they played a while and they're, they're rookies no longer, you know, they're, they're guys that have played a bunch of plays and they understand the game should start to slow down for them. For them. And with their study habits, the way they study the game off the field, that also helps out. Appreciate it, Coach. All right.